0: Let's do it.
1: My headphones are quite loud. Just yeah, quite they loud are. in head. I don't know if that's me or if that's the volume no, of my I little thing. Like I'm going like to turn my that head shit head down. Was
0: real, my voice was really loud.
1: What about now? Is that a little bit better? Yeah, that's
0: better. That was real loud. Yeah, go I thought it was me.
1: I am a loud guy, but Yeah, that was that a. Bit was, uh, that was a bit too much. What do you think of my new cushions?
0: I really like that one you've got there. They're very nice. I'm a bit pissed off that you didn't take me shopping with you. Though.
1: Well, I was actually going shopping with my cousin, Olivia, and um, oh, she recently okay, turned at 21. Happy birthday, happy Olivia birthday. Sharp. Happy, happy birthday. I thought you were dead.
0: Yeah, look, I have i don't even know where to start with this.
1: I the, feel other, like well, the other episode, we announced your death. Yeah, I know. But this time, I literally couldn't get in contact. Yeah, with but him. do you know I was worried for your life. This is
0: a flow on from last week about our cashless society and all this shit because I feel like I've literally lost an arm today.
1: <laughs> because, oh shit!
0: Sorry, I went to bed and there was SOS on my phone. I was like, "Oh, okay, whatever. Something's probably up." Went to sleep, woke up, same thing. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Turned my phone off, tried to connect to Wi-Fi, nothing was working. Went to the gym. Then I was on the bike and looked up at the TV and there's was like, Optus oh, has a nationwide outage. Yeah. That's the only way I knew. And then I got home and he does, what's the time now? Fuck it. It's so like, you've been
1: on SOS since when?
0: Since 10.30 last night and it is now 1pm the next day. Firstly, how the fuck in 2023 is this still a thing? And secondly... How can this affect so many people? Do they know
1: why? What's going on? I've no, I have
0: well, no. I don't know because I have got no access to the fucking internet.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's bad because. But they're saying that the
1: hospitals don't. Yeah, have but that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, this is why it's so bad. You don't realize. I do not realize. Did not realize how. Well, I do, but until you don't have it, you don't realize how much you need it. Like, yeah. look, i like you say When
1: you say you've lost an arm, I'm like, all right.
0: It no. Nobody's allowed like to contact easy. me. <laughs> Nope, I've been out of contact. No one. I can't access emails. I've not been out of work. I've, I mean, look, it's not. We have bad. a
1: super like we have got a super important role where we're quite influential in the world with a massive oh. podcast with a huge following. And I was trying to contact you to say, are you coming today? What's going on? I thought well, maybe I did I have to do another yeah, solo pod.
0: I was getting anxious because I couldn't contact you to tell you mm-hmm. what was going on, and then I was trying to contact other people, and I'm like, how do I do this? But the other thing is, is that I went to like, like. I'm fine. I'll get over it. I'll just have to work late tonight. Hopefully, it's fucking back on by then. But people, like we were saying, the hospitals, places like that, it's clearly affected them. But I've been to four places this morning, businesses, and thank God I had some cash in my purse today. Oh, because you couldn't tap them Because I couldn't do anything. So, these businesses can only accept cash. And then... This is, this is even more fucked up because I was out of place getting something done and then they kept saying, you know, you've got to pay cash only and then people would go to an ATM, but the ATMs weren't working because there was no access to the network. Oh, <laughs> So like if basically Hold businesses... On, let's break that
1: down. You, you're pretty much stuck.
0: You're fucked. I'm okay because I had cash today, but if I didn't have cash, I probably wouldn't have been out of go. So let's just
1: say you're, you're like... Your baby's starving, okay, and you need to buy some baby formula. Boy, and then did they're, they're like, go get some cash out, and then you can't get cash out. Yeah. What do you do?
0: Correct. Go to, I mean, it wouldn't have been everywhere because it's just Optus, not Telstra. You probably would have had to go to a different ATM. Like, it'd be fine. But mm. it's the point oh, okay. is, is that f- literally four places I went to today needed cash. So it's just fucked though. Like what I don't, what I cannot wrap my head around is that there's no backup plan for this. Like it's 2023. There is technology that's fucking insane.
1: This is why we all need Teslas. Teslas. You have a, you have a Fi in the car. That's That's the car holds the Wi Fi yeah. with Starlink.
0: Yeah. Well, we can't all afford Teslas. So I'm just gonna have to go without internet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. Though. But it is,
0: it's fucked. And, like I said, it's 1pm and I still, I don't, if anyone's tried to contact me, I'm sorry. I connected to your Wi-Fi quickly and it's like, hello, hello. Um, but even if my kid, like what if something happened to my kids at school and I had to go pick them up? Happened last week. They can't, call, I mean, it's not the end of the world, but someone no, will get them. Is, but it like, is, it's just that kind of stuff you don't think of. Doesn't you think. If you can't, yeah, it's just, I... The anxiety I felt this morning has been a little bit. There's been two two sides to this, right? I've been anxious as fuck because I can't contact anyone.
1: Mm. Um,
0: yeah. like I usually wake up and, you know, say good morning to my partner, and I couldn't even do that, and that made me sad. And then I was worried about him. And then I'm like, oh, it
1: just says it says undelivered, and you're says, like, yeah, but I, well, I couldn't
0: me? even do, that. yeah, <laughs> well, no, but I know he's up just as well, so it would have been the same. But then, yeah, the flip side of that is nobody's been out to contact me for work. Like I've actually had a few hours of just like... Serenity. Serenity. With a bit of anxiety. With a lot of
1: anxiety. Serenity with a side of anxiety. Well, I
0: haven't been on social media... It's been a bit of a detox for yeah,
1: me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, hey, well, it does. To sum that up, it yeah. does make you feel like, oh wow, we really do rely on these uh, these companies to withhold, you know, the yeah, infrastructure. Does it not blow
0: your mind that they this is happening.
1: How I want to know what happened.
0: Yeah, I have no idea because I haven't been able to like, look. Like, was at it anything. like a car
1: accident that pulled down the lot But then it's yeah, only a like, section. But I was going to say
0: for a nationwide, like this is Australia wide. This isn't God, just they're gonna, here. They're going to cop it. They're going to. They? It's fucked. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of businesses that would have lost. A lot. I mean, if the the most important. Things are like emergency services and stuff, but surely they have backup systems.
1: You'd hope so. You
0: would hope so. But surely fucking Optus has a backup system to be out for nearly 14 hours. Mm. Anyway, it's been a morning.
1: Their shares are going to shit the bed.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good time to buy them. I've heard that. Smart.
1: Miss phone call. Here we go. Should we listen to the voicemail? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, it's Jade from the Nab at Gorla Branch. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about that, how um, how outdated and um, so we recently wanted, we went into the bank <laughs> together to go uh, create an account for a new business that we've oh, yeah. got going. And um, what would what do you feel like your experience was like walking in and out of there?
0: Like a fucking ancient. Ancient. It was just like, it was weird.
1: Ancient. They couldn't help us. They couldn't help they us. They had to call us back. Yeah, that's they, were, they were like, we can't do, we can't, and I'm like, why? What are we? Are we? I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm physically here. Yeah, like, what do you need? I can give it to you. Well, yeah. I mean, what are you? What are we waiting on? Yeah, what? what can are we, we make an appointment on? for Friday? I'm yeah. like, it's Monday. Yeah, what are you? True. I mean, like, what?
0: We just want a fucking bank account. We just want an account. We want to give you our money.
1: It really annoyed me because I used to work at the bank and and it's, I don't know, it's one of those things where I'm like, the bank needs, they need to sort themselves out. Yeah, but it's
0: like, I feel like today's probably another reason that makes you think this, but I feel like there's so many fucking things in the world at the moment that are so advanced. Yeah. That like technology, all of this, so advanced. And then there's shit like that or shit like today. What is going on? Like, what is going on? I'll just get your shit together. Fucking nab, get your shit together. Like, how...
1: Actually, yeah, and need to get their shit together.
0: It's just... It was just... What is happening? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the wall.
1: A the the paint on the walls are ripping off. I it's feel like I'm breathing in asbestos. It's a heritage building. They can't do much about that, but that's okay. But, d- hey, put some effort into <laughs> making it look all right. It <laughs> looks horrific. Mm. And just, like, I don't know. I walked out of there and I just felt like...
0: It didn't make me want to open a bank again. No.
1: Yeah. I was like, am I going to have yeah. to write checks? What's happening? Do you happening? know what? <laughs> No, honestly, (laughs) I walked out and I was like, do they have like a pen with a feather? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how they operate. It's true, it's true. It's unbelievable. It's
0: unbelievable, but it's also how, how does this happen now?
1: I don't Uh, get it. I'm just, i have just, I was a little bit upset.
0: Look, I think everyone's, shopping is such a, not just everything. It's it's all about experience. And Mm. that was a shit experience, which... And I am not to
1: say. The lady that was serving oh, us, lovely. lovely. It wasn't her fault. It was it's just, just the, their the system. Process yeah. Was it's horrible. Correct.
0: It was just like, yeah, it it just made me it, I'm so we're both so busy that we needed to get that done there mm. and then. They should have done everything they could to just fucking do what we needed. You it wasn't was complicated. About? You know what I was confused about?
1: What? They go, "We'll make an appointment on Friday, but on on Thursday or whenever, um they're going we're going to give you a call to let you know what we need." Mm. I'm like, why don't you tell me right now what you need? Mm.
0: But then she was going to call you and then she's probably tried to call me and she can't, but um, I just, yeah, it's anyway, fucked. I'm anyway. just
1: shitting on banks, but.
0: No, it's been a fucking sh- not happy about yeah, look, it. look, things have just been hard this week with technology. It's fucked.
1: It's why I put uh, a ton of money in crypto.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> how's that going for you?
1: Not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> a while yeah. back when uh, when crypto was hot, and uh, I think it might still be in the future. We don't know. We, ne- we didn't know well, it was going to be hot back then. At what point
0: do you say it's not? Let's take
1: that money. Should I talk about it? Yeah. So at one point I had 110000 oh of is... my own dollars in <laughs> Ethereum. This makes me feel sick. Which is a cryptocurrency. Uh, I decided I, I was one of those young boys that just went, I'm high risk. I'm just going to put yeah, all but my money Firstly,
0: how old were you?
1: Uh, This was three years ago. What the
0: fuck do you get $110,000 I was from? twenty.
1: Three. Well, I put in something like. Are a drug dealer? I put in something like eighty thousand. It went up to a hundred thousand. I cashed out. I put more in. It bounced up again. It went. It went. At one point, it was at one hundred thirty thousand. I think I had ninety thousand dollars invested, so I was forty thousand dollars up. Mm. And I just decided to stay in. Oh my God, um this makes me feel ill. When I when it was at a profit, I took something like, I think twenty five thousand dollars out. Of um of profits, so then I had to pay tax on the twenty five thousand dollars. But then by the end of the year, I was something like forty five percent down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're so not anxious about it. Not
1: at all. Not at all. How? Because I've got a sustainable income.
0: Yeah, but you could have put a house.
1: Yeah, but. Like it's still in there, and I'm still playing Monopoly. Yeah, with but it.
0: I was just gonna say, at what point is this not a game? And you just like,
1: what's well, not. Life is a game, I think. No,
0: hey, I'm not saying you do you. If you want to put it on yeah. fuck crypto, do it. My point is, is that when do you get a get to a point where you're like, mm, maybe this isn't a good thing. Like maybe it just won't get better.
1: Oh, some people, a lot of people have bought houses and it's turned out to be a bad thing. Oh yeah, that's true. But do you know what I mean? They either like, oh, they can't afford the mortgage or the uh, or the mm. um, you know the uh the house the housing market crashes and they lose their job mm. and it's mm. a disaster for them. Mm. You know, I don't know. I, I'm 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 still young and I feel like for me mm. um I like high risk.
0: Hey props to you if you've got that fucking amount of cash at twenty what? Three. Yeah
1: I was twenty three. What if you let's talk about our last weekends because I um I shot Karina I shot one of the most bi- I'm gonna this was the most beautiful wedding I've shot in a long time. food. At Peter <laughs> Lehman. It was actually P- so Peter Lehman Wines is in the Barossa. Um, it was Peter Lehman's granddaughter. Uh, she was getting married, and I filmed her her wedding at Peter Lehman. And it was just like the, I've done I've shot a lot of weddings, and this couple are meant to like they
0: Isn't it so refreshing when they that are, happens?
1: That when when they when they saw each other at a ceremony, I was like oh, I know. This is meant to be. Do you know be. that's
0: the thing I love about weddings at those moments? It's yeah. like that moment when the groom sees the bride for the first time is genuine. He but it's genuine. Yeah. That shit gets me so bad still to yeah. this day. I'm like, you can tell. And You know where
1: you know where where it starts for, for us when we go to groom prep? if the groom is doing a card reading which we mm. absolutely recommend if you're going to do anything on a wedding day that's extra do a card reading cuz mm. it's beautiful for film um and um he's reading the card and he just starts choking up and i was mm. like ah oh, mm. this is good this I is good know. for the film
0: i know but <laughs> it's it so nice. it's so yeah and he was just saying he's like i
1: can't wait to see her and, yeah. and and sometimes like i don't know when you work in the wedding industry you i'm i'm so badly desensitized you to get, love. You do get immune. I, just, I don't care. That's the
0: difference between us, I think. I, let I'm me, not. Can I just
1: – hold on. I need to <laughs> – I just said I, <laughs> I do care and I love the wedding industry. I'm just very desensitized to like
0: – You see it every week.
1: I'm doing a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want me to be like that. You don't want me to be in the moment and being like, oh, my God. You want me to focus on the job <laughs> and that's what I do. But it's very difficult for me to really like get yeah. into it because I'm just trying to cover my – what i need to do see
0: i'm the opposite i like obviously i do my job but like i'm sorry i there are some weddings obviously if you're having a a rough day it's a bit harder but i'm just i love love and i I love love it
1: it. i love it on days like the weekend yeah because it it felt really yeah really i think it depends
0: on our moods as well but like saturday the speeches saturday fucking got me every one of them speeches normally are like
1: sometimes
0: they start and they go forever but like and it's the same stuff all the time.
1: You 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 boys have scrubbed up alright. Yeah, like it's oh, yeah. so <laughs> <But Yeah>. like... <laughs> The next person who says that, I'm chucking a camera in your <laughs> head. Stop. Oh,
0: but it was so nice. And like What even... are some
1: what are some qu- hold on quickly on, on the speeches topic? Yeah. What do people say that it is just it it makes me s- yeah. You boys are scrubbed up alright. The... No, no, it's this. You ladies are looking wonderful.
0: You can tell that you Google boys are
1: scrubbed up, all right. You can, like-
0: yeah, you can tell that you can tell the people who go to Google and say what are the things you should say in a speech. Yeah, and we could roll them off. Bridesmaids look lovely. Thank you for getting him here today. Blah blah blah. Like it's fine. It's lovely. You do you. But these speeches were just so heartfelt and like. The family stuff just got me. The dad, I've never heard this in 400 plus weddings that I've shot and this got me because probably because I came, my situation with my ex. But the father of the bride and the mother. So what happens a lot of separated families, which makes me really sad, we get a lot of notes when we do run sheets saying mum and dad can't be next to each other. They don't talk. They hate each other, blah, blah, blah. Like we're very... Aware of that, and it makes me sad because they won't even stand in a fucking photo together for family photos. Yeah, it's awkward. It's awkward, but it's also sad because it's like, just fucking grow up for five minutes. Mm. I know that's probably going to, you know, piss people off, but it's seriously like, Good. for your kids, just grow up and stand in a fucking photo. Don't, some people can't even be in the same room, but anyway, the dad. They make, they,
1: they, hold on, they make it about them.
0: Oh, that's what I don't like. It's so yeah. selfish, in my opinion, but it basically. How, ba- how badly on the
1: wedding day do you just want to be like, Hey, dude!
0: Oh, completely, completely.
1: Mm.
0: And it, yeah, the dad's speech. So the father of the bride got up, did such a beautiful speech. So the mum and the dad had both been remarried for like fifteen years, so they got along well. But anyway, the dad stood there and thanked the mother for bringing up such a beautiful daughter and everything that she did, and it was just so heartfelt. And it's like I've never heard that before. Yeah, like for the father to actually say thank you for everything you've done. And when I wasn't around, or if I was working, you Aww. were the one that raised her. Like, I had a fucking tear in my eye. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but how beautiful. Yeah, I've that never is nice. heard that. Yeah. But like, that.
1: True. The bride true was in love.
0: tears. And it's like, you put all your shit aside for a second. It was about your daughter. And it's like, that That's was such a, a beautiful thing.
1: That, that is, that is a, that, that should be clipped and put as a bit of advice for people that have split families. Oh,
0: and I think it, I guess my situation is the same. Like if it was if, for the kids, you should be able to put that aside to do it for them. Cause it's selfish.
1: And I think when people put their differences aside for someone else, it's very honorable. Absolutely. Well, doesn't it doesn't I even have to be a wedding. So
0: much respect for this guy. Like it was just beautiful. And like, he sat there and thanked his wife as well. Like, and it was lovely. And yeah. he even thanked like his ex wife's new husband for what he did for it. Like it was just, right, be, right, it was right. just yeah, lovely. Yeah. Like, Just really nice. But anyway, it's, yeah. Where are we going with this?
1: Oh, it's just nice. It's just nice. That's such a nice thing. It was a beautiful thing. Just nice weddings, being able to go to one and, and you know, being memorable for for either you and I is is a big deal. Like I do so many that it's hard to remember the weddings. yeah.
0: And, well, that's right. And some are more memorable than others. But on that topic... I've got a few bones to pick. Let's hear and it. And I've got got—I've been holding this on since fucking for a I've few weeks. I've got a few weeks.
1: bones to pick as well. Let's be, pick some bones. Like the
0: wedding. This is wedding industry shit. Everything about weddings. But today we're talking about weddings because my blood is boiling with this situation. Oh, shit. I did a wedding a while ago, let's just say, so we don't pinpoint which one it was. But I came away from that wedding and never wanted to shoot a wedding again oh, is how angry I got. And it wasn't just one shit. thing. It was Multiple. So, just putting it out there firstly, I feel very strongly about this because wedding day is such a big day, right? And you're spending so much money and I'm a big believer in you need to hire suppliers that are obviously that you trust, that you can easily or happily say on the day, you know that they're going to go do their job basically. Mm -hmm. And this day, fucking so many of the suppliers from the venue to the celebrant, to the cars, to the reception venue. It just, all of them, fucking... Number one, had no idea. Number two, was so fucking rude and disrespectful to every other supplier that had to work with them. I hate that. And that pisses me off because we all have a job to do. So, you know what it's like. We're so fortunate that we work with some amazing people all the time. Yeah. It's like us on a wedding day. You've got a job to do. I've got a job to do. We're very respectful of that. So, if you need to do something, you do it. I get out of your way. Vice versa. Mm -hmm. Celebrant. You go up and ask if you can plug into their PA. They're usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. This day. the Sometimes not. No, but this celebrant was like adamant not happening because you're going to interfere. But she was a bitch about it, yeah. And it was just so fucked because then it just, it- yeah, she wouldn't help us in any way. And I look, I understand she's got her equipment, whatever, blah blah. But she wasn't willing to. Like by on anything.
1: Look, I've had I've ran into a celebrant that um I was like hi I'm Brad I'm, mm. I'm the videographer for today. Uh, look and I was running so like I had no time to mm. have that conversation right. Mm. But I, I I was like hi I'm Brad I'm the videographer today. Obviously I'll be recording the whole ceremony in order to make our films. We do need to get the audio. Mm. Are you okay if I plug into your yeah, system? blah, just blah blah. Respectful. And she she was like oh no because I've had a bad experience. And then mm. I had to explain to her when this is actually a good note when celebrants have had a bad experience with videographers it is is Typically, because the videographer is using a Bluetooth-enabled device hmm. to record their audio, which means you're using a Bluetooth device yeah, so with a wireless microphone. If the videographer uses a Bluetooth, um, you know, transmitter and receiver, hmm. it's it may, if it's hmm. on the same channel, um, disrupt the audio. Mm-hmm. Okay. We at Twenty Two Wedding Films do not use any Bluetooth recorders. And I don't think at all. many
0: people would if they had.
1: There's there's a company called yeah. Rode that's very it's very popular with videographers yeah, and yeah, they yeah. use them and they're, and they're um, wireless. I hate them because mm. it's it the if the celebrant is using a Bluetooth device which they normally are mm. it will interfere. Mm. So I if I have enough time I explain to the celebrant hey I want to let you know this is the reason why you're having problems. Mm. We don't use Bluetooth devices. These are all internal that's recorded audio sources yeah. um, or recorders and 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 this one person was like okay well i trust you mm. as long as you right and i explained it to her and i just said look if they've got this type of device then say no mm. if they've got this type of device and say yes but just a quick note for celebrants it's because the videographer is using a bluetooth mm. device that is what is interfering and with this is audio. why
0: i was respectful of that but it was just the way that she approached it fucked me off because then yeah. we used a backup to just record it Not plugging into anything and sat it near a speaker just to have something. Which is,
1: by the way, a disaster for videographers. It is.
0: Absolutely. But then she fucking came, picked it up and took it away. And because she didn't, because she didn't, she said, it's going to interfere with my stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh,
1: no. But But
0: okay, my irk with this is that at the end of the day, you're there for the couple. And that is going to affect the couple, not you. Like,
1: But she thinks that's going to affect her.
0: Yeah, correct. But it's selfish. Like your couple are not going to get the best audio because you're fucking worried about your 1955 microphone that was shit and kept cutting out anyway because you had crappy gear. Woman. I was so angry. And then to flow on from that, this venue that I'd never shot at before, I didn't even know existed um, for the ceremony, the owners of the venue were there. So, it was their property. They lived on the property and they had like a ceremony section. And they basically, from the second we arrived, was over my fucking shoulder with a Nikon fucking D80 from 20 (laughs) years ago. Smoking a cigarette, (laughs) mind Um, you. you? And wouldn't fucking (laughs) leave me alone, right? I had to tell her multiple times to politely fuck out of my way because i kept bumping into her then the car pulls up and she literally jumped in front of me and the videographer and started taking photos of the car arriving we had to yell for her to move at this point i was fuming (laughs) anyway same thing. This they got like out of the car. She's there. And I kept having to tell her, can you please? I was so polite. By the end, I was like getting, my, I was getting so angry. So she's clearly trying to take photos for her social media or whatever. Fine. But fuck off and let me do my job. <laughs> because yeah. then the ceremony happened. She actually went away for that for a little bit. But then after the ceremony, we the couple wanted to do some photos on the property. She followed us the whole way. Number one, it was a bright day. She was standing fucking behind me, blocking shadows. I could see her fucking shadow in all these photos. Had to tell her to move. She literally had this fucking camera clicking on my shoulder with a cigarette in her hand. All I could f- smell is smoke. I was so angry. <laughs> to the point that I ended up telling the couple, I, we're not doing this. We're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And we went somewhere else. And they were fine. Because, but this is the difference. And this is when it comes to being professional, as a supplier is that I didn't make it a big deal. The couple didn't know she was pissing me off. Right. I was internalizing all of it because yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't want you to see this. This is not fair. What I'm trying to do is for you that's to get. What you,
1: that's a professional thing. And to this do. is what I'm yeah. saying
0: is that this is why I'm so frustrated with this situation is that it doesn't need to happen. And she was taking away from the couple and what they were getting out of us. Like we still did our job and we still did it well, but it was, yeah, it just was such a problem. <laughs> and. We just decided we need to remove ourselves from this and go do it somewhere else and then we could actually fucking relax. And then on that we left and then the limo driver was a fucking grumpy ass man who wouldn't do anything that the couple wanted Was like being rude. He's like, I need to go by this time and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you've got time. (laughs) This, I literally got home and had a drink after this this wedding. This sounds
1: like, and can we just, can you, can you just elaborate that this was not a wedding that you booked?
0: No, I booked, I worked, I filled in for someone else. So it wasn't my couple. Um, because I,
1: I, I, don't. I've, I've ran into weddings like this when I very first started out in the wedding industry. That's
0: what I felt like it was. Like it uh, was one that I booked when I first started. And no disrespect to the couple. Like it was a lower budget wedding and all of that. But that's the problem. My whole point of this is, is that we've had this conversation before about spending money on the things that are important to you on a day. Because right. that fucking, they still had a good day, but the quality of their day. Was reduced because of suppliers that were number one, unprofessional, mm-hmm. number two, did not have the couple's best interests at heart because they were too worried about their fucking social media and taking 3,000 photos. Mm. Like they've paid us to be there to take professional photos for yeah. them. They've paid you to hire this space. So fuck yeah. off and let us do our job. I'm with you. <laughs> But, like, how rude is it? But it's more the f- – and I've worked with videographers before, let's be honest, and you've probably worked with photographers where it's like there's just no common – it's just common courtesy. Yeah. Like, don't stand in my sh- – I've worked with a videographer that's literally in front of me the entire fucking time and I've got to tell her to move. Like, yeah. you just don't do that. It's a respectful, it's professional, and you've got to approach it the right way because your couples deserve the best. And it's such a thing. Like, it, it really is an issue and I think it made me realize – People say sometimes to us, you know, your prices are a bit too expensive. I don't want to pay. That's fine. You go within your budget, but you get what you pay for. So what you pay for us is experience and dealing with that kind of stuff. Quality of the work, obviously, doesn't mean we're better. It just means that I've had people come to me when they don't spend much money and regret it because that kind of shit happens.
1: There are people in this industry that will book your wedding. And have no idea Mm -hmm. who's going to rock up on the day to shoot your day. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that is what will destroy this industry. I
0: think the difference is now is that you... A wedding is such a personal thing. And it's so important that you just need to have trust in the people that you're working for. But you you also need budget. But you need budget. And this is the thing. Like, I'm fair. When I say that, I'm very understanding that this couple had a budget and that's fine. Absolutely fine. But you've got to understand. I'm going
1: to say, I'm going to say this. I would prefer if I had a very small budget to get a good quality photographer and no videographer Mm. rather than both. And it'd be a disaster.
0: Yeah. Right. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I, I just think it's really unfortunate and sad when I see, um, you know, I, I've done weddings before where the photographer is someone who's not a wedding photographer. Mm. They're just they they're, they're, yeah, I don't know, family friend and things like yeah, this. When it I first started, a lot. and the day is absolutely infuriating. Yeah, because I've obviously worked with some of the best in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Like, like I work with some absolutely fantastic photographers, and you see how they run a day Mm. and it is I mean photographers have a big job on their shoulders because um and so do videographers but I think it's very different that I I actually see it as the photographer almost runs the day Well,
0: the photographer runs the day and that's why
1: I'm co-running the day but I I the reason why I say that and I'm not like it's not that I'm not taking responsibility for running the day or anything like that, but I I don't l- I I can't have the bride and groom focus on me. Well, and this is why video. we always
0: say I'm for photo, that's video. Always look at this camera, and we'll tell you when we want you to look at that camera yeah. because you kind of want to get for me. Get... By the way,
1: never, not yeah, once. Correct. Don't look at me. So
0: people, obviously, if people are looking at you, they don't know who's who. But that's the plan. But it's also like the photography run sheet is generally the one that a lot of people will run off of right. the timing of that for like hair and makeup. And then you've got, you know, video obviously, but all these things. And I don't think people realize that how much work goes into it for us before the day. Cause right. we are going back and forth with run sheets, making sure that and it's you're talking perfect.
1: about timelines for that. Timelines for so joke.
0: long. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, this time, there was no timeline. And right. luckily this is the thing though. Like it, I can step in and just deal with that because I've done 400 weddings because I've got that experience. Whereas if someone was in my shoes that day who had done 10 weddings, I'm fucking terrified of what would have happened. Mm. And more for the couple. And it doesn't mean I'm better than anyone else. It just means that you're getting what you pay for. Mm. (laughs) And that's my biggest message is that you just need to don't regret things because if that was my day, I would have fucking wished that I didn't spend however much money they spent because it was right. a shit show. But it was just, I think what made me so angry and what still makes me angry thinking about it now is just the respect that those suppliers had for everyone else. Like, mm. you don't, number one, say things in front of a couple ever, no matter what. Like, And
1: even if you're going to say something to another supplier, uh, you be professional about it. I
0: had to tell the driver to move away and tell me what he was telling me because I could see the bride was getting anxious. And I'm like... She doesn't need to deal with no, but that's 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 what I mean. This is why I'm so fucking angry. And even at the reception, it was like they had no idea. There was no MC. There was no run sheets. There was nothing. And I'm like, and then you've probably had this before when there's no run sheets and those type of days. We were literally packing, like getting stuff. We just walked in. We were just getting our stuff set up in the couple walks. Someone just grabbed a microphone and announced them. And it's like, we're not fucking ready. Like,
1: yeah. Th- but here's the thing for both you and I and where we're at in this industry now is there will never be a wedding yeah. that I film that does not have a run sheet.
0: Oh, ever. Because
1: that'll be communicated by me the mm. week of the wedding.
0: And I'm always on top of run sheets because... It makes a day run so smoothly. Not just that; it well, means you know, that
1: everyone everyone knows their role and where they're supposed to correct. be, when they're supposed and to be. And you work
0: there. together. Like yeah. I'm so respectful of what that chef has to do. Like I don't want to fuck with your runtimes because that will affect you. Or mm. I don't want the MC to be disrespectful of us needing to get our couple to sunset because we can't control that and make that come back. Right. So, but the great MCs works will understand that absolutely
1: and be pre. Like, when do you guys need to go, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, look, Karina is teeing off on the wedding industry. Any final comments? Any closing thoughts? Don't be a
0: fucking dick. Like, (laughs) put your couples first.
1: (laughs) That's gone in the trailer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. Don't be a dick. Put your couples first. That's who you are working for. At the end of the day, you are providing a service for them and you need to do the best you can to make sure they have the best experience.
1: Yeah. I'm into that. Boom. I barely spoke that. Pod. Sorry, that was all you. You took. You took it. That's rare.
0: <laughs> do you want to say this some one? No, nah, this
1: no. Nah, this one in the last episode, you you spoke lots we'll lot.
0: We'll talk.
1: No, no. We'll wrap this one. We'll wrap this one. Okay. Um. Um. And uh, we might do another pod after this one. Okay. Guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you're a vendor. You work in the wedding industry. <laughs> You've got similar stories to what Karina just absolutely hammered the industry Sorry. for. Please reach out. I didn't out. hammer the know. industry. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just saying. No, there's uh, there's plenty of people that every single photographer or, or that I work with everyone has a story. i like to hear them. You'd like to hear them. We'd like to say them on the pod. We'd love to share them. Um and so we can learn from them and and um, give uh give future couples an understanding of what they what they're in for. Mhm. That sounded wrong. We're, they're not in for a disaster no. wedding. <laughs> we're the good ones, but we're happy to share the disaster stories so that you do go with the good ones uh, and not the disaster ones. You <laughs> know, We're wrapping this part. I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Um, Thank you guys so much. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>